One of the things that you said that kind of struck me is you said that if you had known what you were going to face, the obstacles you were going to face, you might not have actually gone through with it. I think that kind of speaks to the whole ignorance is bliss, bliss thing. But <laughs> at the same time, though, it, it feels like to me that one of the reasons why, you know, you were able to fund it so quickly is at the time, like you said, you know, just a couple of different conferences were kind of having tracks on the idea of podcasting. You know, it was at New Media Expo. It was mentioned yeah. at Blogger. Mm -hmm you know, uh, blog her conference and things like that. But there wasn't truly a space for people who are sitting at home alone talking to their microphones <laughs> to come out and, and get together. Um, so tell me a little bit about those first conversations, like those first, you know, let's do a conference. What was that like? You and Dan, you're just spitballing with each other. Like how in the world did you decide it would be an actual conference rather than just another meetup? Uh, sure. We had attended New Media Expo, which you mentioned, and we had met a lot of people that were interested in podcasting and podcasting was a very redheaded stepchild, small corner piece of that event. Uh, but the number of attendees that were at that event um, largely were interested in podcasting. And, and that struck me was, okay, here's people saying, why isn't there a podcast conference? And when you hear that multiple times, like, okay, I thought that too. Uh, that, that to me was an undeniable sign that there needed to be one, whether it should have been Dan and I to start or, you know, is irrelevant. We, we knew there should be one. Uh, we just kind of, uh, blindly jumped in and said, okay, let's, let's go for it. And, um, that was a learning process to say the least, but we thought through, uh, as good as we could, you know, we decided on Dallas for the first year. And, uh, one of the reasons we picked that is because that, that is a one-way flight for most U S cities in North America. And so Dallas seemed to be central. It seemed to be uh, an easy place. There's uh, kind of two major airports there. There's Dallas, Fort Worth, and there's Love Field. And so that's what we went with. And um, like, and, and then there was uh, connections that we had from the podcast. Like we'd interviewed people that had started other conferences and other niches. And we had conversations with those folks. We had a rapport with them, a friendship with them, where we could say, hey, if you were to start all over, um, knowing what you know now, what would you do? What would you avoid? So we got some really good advice, uh, for people that were just very generous and gracious with their time and charge us consulting fees. They were just friendly to us and which I, which I look back now and I realized, man, that was a gift. And we've certainly tried to pay that forward over the years. Um, but it is interesting now that <laughs> you were several years uh, down the road and there's, there are, uh, a number of podcast conferences now. And it's funny because all, all the people that have gone off and started these podcast conferences are people that have come to podcast movement and <laughs> we just kind of laugh at that. It's like, they're like, Hey, I could do this. And, and then they go off and, and do their own version of it. So it's just creating more, uh, podcast conference opportunities, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Uh, but podcast movement kind of was the first one, uh, really to be inserted in that spot. And, and so I don't, um. You know, we don't necessarily look at these other events as, as bad or competition or anything like that. We're, we're pretty established at this point, but uh, it is fun to see how, um, podcast movement is, has added impact, not just in podcasting, but also in events, uh, for podcasting as well. So, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, a lot's happened. So it's truly become a movement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is uh, that why you chose? Uh, so, so, some say that some don't, uh, yeah, uh, well, the, the name movement, I've always loved that name. I remember in high school, there was a band, I grew up in Alabama, I grew up in the South, and there was a band called Far South Movement. And I always thought that was a cool name. And then um, when talking to Dan about names for the event, there were so many names that were just played out and we're like, uh, we don't like that. That's cheesy. 
And uh, we both, uh, this is an interesting fact, not many people know about us, but Dan and I both uh, grew up wrestling fans. Uh, Dan was actually once a professional wrestler, uh, by the way. And we loved wrestling. And at the time, there's a wrestler um, named Daniel Bryant who was doing this, this yes chant. And he would get in the ring and he would just uh, raise his hands and, and the crowd would just go crazy. They'd say, yes, yes, yes. And uh, I guess WWE coined that the yes movement and um we were having a conversation one day and we started talking about that and then it was like hey we should call it podcast movement and then <laughs> we we're like yeah that's that's it that's the name so with that, that i wish there was a better story of how we came up with it but that's how we came up with it so i actually um, love that story though that's fantastic. But, but, uh, 